0: Hey, portrait photographer, what if I told you I could help you find a client who could afford your photography in the next few minutes without ever even stepping foot in your town? You'd probably say, Sarah, you're crazy. Well, friend, today is your lucky day because I am going to prove it to you right now. The truth is, no matter where you live, there are people with disposable income you just haven't learned how to look for them. So today I'm going to teach you a tool I created called Follow the Mower, so you'll know exactly where to go to find a portrait photography client who can afford you right now. Let's get started. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first? without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time. I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. I want to share a little backstory so this makes sense to you, but I was raised by a dad who was awesome and could do anything. He was the eighth of 10, raised on a farm in Iowa. They didn't have a lot of money, so if he wanted it done, he had to figure out how to do it. He could do anything, literally. He could do electrical wiring. He could fix any machine. He could rebuild take apart, put back together any engine and as far as tasks around the house, we painted our own walls, we raked our own leaves every single fall, we mowed, we did everything ourselves and I was raised with the belief that we don't pay for services. That's just how it was, we don't pay for services. I think my parents even used those words luckily this served me my husband and i were both working he'd started a company i'd started a company and occasionally we needed to hire things done i had so much guilt and it's funny because I've gotten through that and being in my house and painting and doing projects like we have to pick where we're going to spend our time. Well, now I find myself with three teenagers and that's great because we live on three acres and we always have tons of leaves and, and yard work. But the problem is my yard guy went to college. <laughs> One of my twins, my son, who always kept our yard really nice, he went to college in a different state. So he's no longer home home to mow and I grew up mowing so I have no problem teaching my girls to mow but they play volleyball all year round and most weekends in the spring and in the summer we are at volleyball tournaments and so we just we were like we don't have time what are we going to do and so um, I talked to my husband about hey you know we're gone all the time the girls are at volleyball all the time and I'm at my clients' houses sometimes and I see the, you know, yard crew there. They come in and in like an hour, they just plow it all out. What what if we just did that this year? And uh, my hubby actually agreed to it. I couldn't believe it because he loves working in the yard and uh, that's his unwind. But we just knew for this summer we needed to get help with it. And... I didn't even ask the price. I let him handle it because I really didn't want to know. But then I overheard that it's 100 bucks per time to come and mow our yard. And I hope my girls aren't listening because since COVID and they've been home, they have learned to mow and they're mowing grandma's yard for $20. So um, if they only knew that they probably could make more money mowing their own yard. But we've already hired this crew and they come once a week and sometimes more. This spring when it was raining and it was growing, raining, growing, they were coming every four to five days. And I hadn't really thought about it until I was sitting here doing the math, right? Let's say half of the year from spring to fall, they mow, that's say 26 weeks at 100 bucks a week. That's 2,600 bucks, $2,600 that we have what for? we have nothing for this. We have nothing. No money. Literally, our yard looks exactly the same as it did six months ago. Now, we we all know, right, that if we leave our yard, the weeds come and, and they get out of control pretty quickly. But I was on a call with a coaching student the other day who is stuck, and uh, she is a a, a fabulous member of my my peak performance coaching community, and her name is Meredith, and I love having there because she's a leader, and she really exemplifies one of our core values that she lifts as she climbs, but we are in a conversation about getting clients, and after I talked to her, I sat down and I really created this tool that I'm about to share with you to help her, and I think it will help you too. So if you want to go and find people who have money to spend, here's what I want you to do. And you don't even have to set one foot in your town. I want you to get in your car and I want you to drive around to neighborhoods where you think there might be strong prospects, nicer houses, they don't have to be the mansions, but just nicer houses. And what I want you to do is look for that mowing crew. Guys, I pass them almost every single day. There's a big tractor trailer with a flatbed with three or four mowers on it, maybe a truck following it, and they all have logos on there. And you see them, the four or five guys will hop out of the truck and they'll each get on a machine and they'll back it down the ramp and bam, they put their headphones on and they take off in that yard and they go like crazy. They don't care if they're blocking the yard, or the street, <laughs> which I think is funny because it's like, hey man, they're entrepreneurs, they're coming in, they're getting it done. I'm kind of proud of them, but. I was sitting there the other day as I was, you know, kind of maneuvering. We live in a country road, so I had to kind of go off in this side because we were taking up the whole skinny road. I had to go down in the ditch a little bit to get around him. And I remember thinking, look at all these trucks. You know, now that I'm paying for that, I'm realizing all these people are paying this money that they have nothing to show for it. It's crazy. So I want you to write this down. I want you to follow the mower. This is what I want you to do. I want you to follow the mower. What neighborhoods are they in? Who are they serving? Where are they going? How many houses on the street? These are people right now you can market to because they have disposable income. Now that doesn't mean they value photography, but the first thing is that they have money to spend on nothing. (laughs) Lawn mowing is really nothing. It's chopping the same grass over and over. Look, you get one client and it's worth your time they refer you and so on and so on and just like the mower when they're out mowing a yard and they the neighbors come over and say you know i probably should have a mower in my yard too and then they refer and so on and so on the same thing will happen for you you'll start to find that you'll have clusters of clients in certain neighborhoods and then you can get a list of the rest of that neighborhood and you can send what we call a dog whistle marketing piece That's not the point of this episode today, but one of these days I'll get into really detail about what a dog whistle marketing piece is. It's a a promotional piece that is created professionally. It's not a cheap, ugly, poorly designed postcard. That's a dog whistle to attract cheap, price-sensitive clients. What I'm talking about is the kind of thing we did at the advertising agency for our, our Hyatt and clients we created pieces that when their clients got them they were full of emotion and it made them fall in love with their brand okay so you're not going to attract clients with cheap ugly postcards if you're doing that stop it right now (laughs) or you might be able to partner with another business that serves that neighborhood maybe there's one right across the street or nestled right in the middle and look If you can't find the mower, find the mowing company and get there before them and wait down the street. When they start early in the morning, you can follow them and see where they go. If you live in a small town, ask around, who's mowing for people? If there are people out there in the world paying for services, they're happy to do so. And I'm not saying be a stalker and park a foot behind them all day long and follow them, but look, they're showing you where the clients are. So open your eyes, okay? Second, if you can't find the mower, find the proverbial mower. There are lots of them to follow. There are tons of products and services in your market that people are buying that are not essential. They're just not. I have a client who owns a golf cart company and their sales were triple last month during COVID because people have money to spend right now. We needed to add a little tile in my studio when we built, we just didn't do backsplashes in the kitchen and we're spilling coffee and everything. And I told my husband, hey, call the, the local tile store. We both know them. They were clients at the ad agency. We love to spend our money locally. And I said, I bet during COVID they're slow because people aren't leaving home and uh, see if they can come over and do this. Well, the exact opposite. Everyone is staying home, doing house projects. They said they can't take people's money fast enough. Right, so where's your tile store? Where's your golf cart store? Sure guys, some people are suffering and custom artwork is in a place for them to invest right now and that's okay. But there are people buying new cars, expensive jewelry, sending their kids to private schools, getting their houses cleaned, putting on those long time consuming fake eyelashes every single week, right? Where are those businesses getting clients? Where are those people? Go there, talk to people, they're out there. Look, during COVID, teaching my coaching students to pivot during um, that crazy time and to find the Dream 100 partners who were serving their ideal clients, even though it wasn't a mowing company, Deborah Weishite connected with two businesses. One was a high-end hotel and one was a high-end pet boutique who were starting to send her clients. Melissa Mancini partnered with two real estate friends who sell $500,000 and up homes to reach out to their clients and give gift cards and help drive traffic because I mean gosh when you buy a new home you have bigger walls and you need artwork so it was a beautiful partnership so she was looking for both of these students were looking for people who have disposable income and are out there investing it they're in your town too I get it it's easy to tell yourself that you don't have clients because they just aren't out there or that you're not charging what you're worth because you personally wouldn't hire yourself. These are lies you are telling yourself and you're believing them. There are people all over who are making money and spending money. People are buying all kinds of items from boats to new carpet to house cleaning and yes, fleeting mowing services. (laughs) So if you've had that head trash and you're telling yourself nobody in your town has money, the next time you pull up next to a giant crew of mowers, pull over and take note of who's paying them to do that same service over and over. Remind yourself that instead of hiring a person to mow and groom their yard, those people could have a gorgeous piece of artwork in their home that lasts a lifetime, not three months or five days. I believe to my core that it is such a better place for them to invest their money with us. Okay friend, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but I didn't know how to subscribe to a podcast. I know, I know, I'm new to this whole podcast world, but I figure, heck, if I didn't know, maybe you didn't know either. So here's the scoop. If you want to get notified on your phone each time I drop a new podcast, do this. First, if you're on an iPhone, open up the podcast app on your iPhone, type in Worth Every Penny Joycast, and you'll see a tiny purple subscribe button. Just tap it and voila. Now you'll be the first to know when there's a new episode, and it will even be delivered right to your phone so you can hit play during carpool, your drive to a session, or during a workout without having to search for it. Now you'll be the first to know when there's a new episode, and it'll be delivered right to your phone so you can hit play during carpool, your drive to a session, or during your workout without having to search for it. And while you're there, if you want to tap the five-star button to review it, It's how we get the word out to other photographers who may be struggling and need help too. From your computer, you can subscribe to this podcast through the iTunes store. And if you're on an Android phone, you can listen via the Google Play Music app. And as always, this Joycast is 100% free to you.